0: Hi guys, it's Toria here. I just wanted to start off by saying that this episode uh, has a kind of incessant clicking sound throughout, uh, which we could not hear while we were recording. We did figure it out eventually. uh, It unfortunately is also part of next week's record as well because we were doing like a two a day. Um, But hopefully it's not gonna drive too many of you too crazy because um this next episode's really fun and has a lot of great stuff in it and so does the next one uh so apologies in advance but again we did get to the bottom of it okay happy listening the flashing girl from flushing the nanny named fran oh mr sheffield I, uh, uh, miss fine
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield, a podcast about the nanny. That's a hit sitcom from the 90s starring sag After president Fran Drescher. I am Sean Pasquale here with... Toria Sheffield. That's right. And this week, we are discussing season five, episode 20, The Prenup, short uh. for prenuptial. Uh, this episode was written by Frank Lombardi and directed by... Peter Mark Jacobson, former Whoa! guest of the show, yeah, That's friend crazy. of the show. Peter Mark Jacobson, yeah. And I got to, I got to tell you, this was a great episode. It so was. much like when Fran directs, Peter also knocks it out of the park.
0: Wow, I, I really yeah. like. I, I like genuinely, really, really like this episode on multiple Same. levels. Um, Same, and 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 I'm liking that. You know what we're getting recently is it's a very different thing than what we've gotten for so many seasons because they were in that holding pattern. So now we're just digging into like the actual real life repercussions of what an engagement means for these people. So it's yeah. like, it's kind of just like week to week, things are changing and evolving and um it's, it's, it's done realistically and, but still with a lot of humor. So um I'm loving it. uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh. Oh, they really, uh,
1: <laughs> that, that marketing campaign really got to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, my friend's now want, little brother. <laughs> now I want French fries. <laughs> my friend's little brother who at like seven yeah. years old with a little comedy guy, he go, I'm hating it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, brilliant um but so okay so this episode starts Well, oh, i should say this episode uh is exactly brilliant. what you think it's you know, right um this episode is exactly what you would think it is an episode where um mr sheffield it. starts to think that uh he and fran should sign a prenup and fran has a lot of feelings about it And we see what happens uh and so Nile, it starts with Niles and Mr. Sheffield in Mr. Sheffield's office. And uh, we find out that Cece has hired a temporary replacement for her while she is away. Uh, and it's this woman that looks and talks exactly like her and is also really abusive to Niles. And mm-hmm. and Niles hates her. And I almost thought that it would have been a more intuitive beat to make this woman really like look like Cece but really kind to Niles. And Niles hates it.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Well, like, I can like, see he, that. Like, there's something just off about her. And she'd be like, oh, like, I, how, how was your day? And she'd be oh, like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was kind of unexpected that he doesn't like this woman who acts no, that- well like CeCe.
1: That actually would have been very funny. You're right. It would have been um, it would have been very interesting entertaining to have her be like super kind and him be like I don't know. Yeah. I just don't trust her. <laughs> yes.
0: And well and also during this scene um we see that like Mr. Sheffield has bought all of these like gifts for Fran. Like a new cell phone, a pager, like he's going to give her a limo to use. And Niles's first reaction is basically like, "Oh, you must have really screwed up. Like what did you do?" if if you're buying her all this stuff and it turns out that Mr. Sheffield's attorney has advised him to sign a prenup with Fran and he's really really afraid of asking her and for anyone who doesn't know like a prenuptial agreement it's basically outlining like exactly what will happen should you divorce yes. and people you know people have maybe again some of our younger listeners might not know much about it but people have very mixed feelings about prenuptial agreements. Like some people think they're just really smart. They're really practical. It's like, you know, life is unpredictable. So let's just be safe. Other people really feel like it's going into your marriage with the wrong mindset. Like if you are already thinking about like, well, who's going to have, what should we break up? Like you're already like not as fully committed to making it work as you should be.
1: As someone who married a lawyer, Mm (laughs) We had the prenuptial discussion pretty early on, and and our take on it was the opposite of that. It was that we're never going to love each other more than we love each other now. So mm-hmm. why not discuss all of the potential shit that could come up in an ugly divorce now mm-hmm. Because if it does happen, which we obviously don't think it will and hope that it doesn't, then at least like the answers to all of the questions are coming from two people who still care about each other and are kind instead of two people who are angry at each other and maybe aren't so kind. So, and it was really more less about money because neither one of us really has anything going in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really more about like, well, what happens to the kids? Well, what happens to Mm -hmm. this? What happens Mm -hmm. to that? What happens if one of us is a drug addict and, you know, like, it was us trying to account for all of the potential possibilities for for like the worst case scenario, but do it at a time where like, you know, okay, well, if one of us is a drug addict, like we would want the other one to like take care of them and like make sure they're okay. And like, sure, we wouldn't want them to like just have access to all of the money and the children while they're in the fit of their, you know, mm-hmm. addiction, but like if they got like the proper care and whatever. So- I don't know. We looked at it more as like that, as like a document planning for the worst case scenario while you're in the best state that you can be in, rather than yep. like some bad, evil thing, which I I remember from the 90s, honestly, from shows like this, only ever seeing prenuptials depicted as like this thing that you don't sign or that old, rich men wanted like young women to sign.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I do I it's interesting how it is such a like people have like a really strong emotional reaction to the idea of it sometimes. Um uh-huh. yeah, but anyway, so that's what, sort of, so this is why Mr. Sheffield is is very afraid because you know, he's afraid that she'll take it as an insult or that he doesn't, you know, trust that they're gonna last. And in fact, Niles goes, When he finds out that's what Mr. Sheffield needs to do that day. He goes, Why don't you just walk through downtown Iraq dress as Uncle Sam? It'll be quicker. <laughs>
1: like, Such a dark I, joke. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: Can you imagine Very funny, walking so down dark. the street of downtown or, 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 like Baghdad in an Uncle Sam outfit? Oh my God. Uh, at this time, at least. Um, so then. Fran comes in and um, he he instantly chickens out because he's like, oh, darling, yes, I, I just have a little quick paperwork for you to sign. And she's like, oh, I trust you. You know, I'll sign anything as long as it's not a brain up. <laughs> and then he like kind of like grabs the folder away from her and it's like, oh, never mind, never mind. And he kind of tries to like slink away. But she instantly knows like that means there's something he doesn't want her to see. So she kind of grabs it back looks and as soon as she sees it's a prenup she goes oh, Anna, oh Anna, and she falls her she like falls onto a chair and goes i'm <laughs> swallowing my tongue <laughs> uh. and, and she, she 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 loses it right like um she's like this means you don't trust me and like what yeah. have i ever done to make you feel that way and i instantly went oh no is this going to be a clip episode uh, I, thought, I thought it was leading up to like all the time uh, She forgot but I was like oh thank god um, Well
1: there was that one Time yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, I was like and we hadn't had one in Quite a while so I was like oh no But like,
1: oh no Sean's too busy to Edit another clip episode <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: But so then We um, well, I'll actually say this We also find out there's a weight Clause in this because she as a Joke she's like huh what else am I going to see in here? Like a clause about my weight. And then she's like, (gasps) and then he's like, "Uh, the lawyer saw your mother. And I was literally like, honey, leave him right now. That was the most
1: insane
0: thing. And it made me really mad at that, that he would allow it. And, but anyway, so and and I was like, "I, I wonder, I bet, I wonder if I'm sure there have been marital agreements where something like that is in there. I'm sure of it.
1: That's crazy to me.
0: Where it's like if you if neither party like you know maintains like physical, I found that key. to be
1: very yucky.
0: It mm-hmm. really turned. I was like,
1: "Ew, that's I messed up." <laughs> that I was, was my reaction. I was like, "Ew, that's messed up."
0: Yeah, it was too. It was like it was <laughs> yeah. horrible. But so, uh, but then Fran is like, "You know what? Like, two can play at this game." I have relatives who are notary public slash travel agents. <laughs> And I'm gonna get a prenup of my own. And and as she leaves, he's like, You'd better hurry. Wouldn't want that welcome back cotta lunchbox falling out of your family's hands. <laughs> so it just got ugly very fast.
1: Yeah.
0: And in the next scene, Fran's in the kitchen and she is wearing an incredible dress. Like it that candy bar, that candy wrapper dress. Did you clock yes. it? Yes. It uh, was like
1: Snickers and Payday and, and, and all of the candy bar, like wrappers, like all wrapped around her kind of. Yeah. Like, and they were
0: like, they yeah. were made from like sequins. And I noticed though they're yeah. all Mars brand candies. Uh, so no Hershey's in this house. Uh, I wonder in if this house, have- in this house, we, we love. Mars. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I mean, the Mar- Mars and the Hershey rivalry, it is like a Coke Pepsi rivalry, but people don't realize. Uh, yeah. People just don't know. <laughs>
1: people don't know. And I'm here to tell them about it.
0: <laughs> Truthsayer. Uh, but so then. People don't
1: know. And that's why we started this podcast. <laughs>
0: yes. One time, it's a long story, but my friend wrote a paper on it in middle school and Mars sent her all this candy.
1: Oh, well, I mean, in that case, if Mars is listening, uh, we also hate Hershey's.
0: Mm -hmm. Sponsorship, please. (laughs) But if Hershey's is
1: listening, we hate Mars. Hershey's, please.
0: Uh, Actually, no, I would prefer, Mars no, I don't know it's hard to think but anyway oh. so Sylvia so Sylvia knocks on the door of the kitchen and um because so we also have established that Fran and Maxwell have a wedding photographer appointment later that day and that that was one of the best lines of the episode where when Fran tells him she's like don't forget like Sammy's niece Edna is a wedding photographer and and we have a me- we have a meeting with her later and then she's like You know, she's that one that photographs dogs dressed like people. And then she goes, (laughs) She recently did four Yorkies dressed as the Beatles. Very clever. (laughs) Very she's like very smart. And I I just like laughed out loud. But and Sammy being Ray Charles. So Ray Charles has another very talented niece who is a wedding photographer. And, uh, so, but Sylvia comes in and Fran, you know, kind of like vents to her about this prenup thing. And Sylvia's like, darling, just sign it. Like if that's the thing that's going to prevent you guys from getting married, it's no big deal. Um, and, um, so, so, so I, I thought Sylvia was going to have a problem with it, but Sylvia was literally like, no, no, no. Like sign.
1: Um, and I should say yeah, it kind of tracks, though, right? Because I did too. At first, I was like, "Oh man, Sylvia's about to go off." And then when she was like, "Just sign it," I was like, "Yeah, I guess that also makes sense from Sylvia's perspective." She's like, "Whatever, dude. Like, you're never gonna get this opportunity again. Just don't screw it up." So, like, just sign yeah. the prenup, you know? He knows of times- what's gonna happen in the future. He could get hit by a bus tomorrow, you
0: know? Yes. Yeah, so, well, because the other thing is, prenups don't just outline like what, like. The wife can't have or what the person who like makes less money can't have it's also like should this happen this is clearly what you will get so it's Mm -hmm. also protections are in place right like uh it's very like you know it's outlined like if someone dies like you get this if we divorce but you like haven't been working because you've been raising our kids then you will be guaranteed like this amount of money annually So, so there's lots of it's it's not always just like as you said but even in situations where it's, like, a rich person marrying a less rich person, it's not always just, like, a sinister document, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. So in the next scene so, – so Fran kind of, like, mulls it over, but she's she's still, like, not on board, right? In the next scene, they're all at the wedding photographer's studio. So it's Fran, Maxwell, Sylvia, and Yetta, and Sammy. It's so cute, those two old people together. It just warms mm-hmm. my heart. Uh, I love them. And it's really funny because we established the space, like, the, the photographer's space – it's portraits that are all of like dogs in wigs and clothes, <laughs> and it was so funny. It was so like gaudy and tasteless and funny, and um, I love that Fran loves it.
1: And then there's a there's a shot in this scene where uh Yetta makes a Yetta makes a joke, and I don't know if it's the character Sammy or the actor, like. But like, he's just loved, like Ray Charles, like, but he's just laughing hysterically yes. next to her. Yeah.
0: Yes, I, I I could be wrong, but I kind of get the feeling that those two really got along. Yeah. Um, like, remember- when I think si- she
1: cracked him up. Like, it really seemed genuine. It did not seem like a like he was supposed to laugh there. It seemed like he just, she finds her very funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: I had that exact same thought. Uh, and then I did not know this was coming, but Edna comes in and it's whoopy. Goldberg, it's Will be frigging Goldberg, yeah. who is uh, uh, Sammy's niece, and I, I love this thing that they've established where anytime Sammy brings a relative, it's actually a very famous person. Yeah, every time. Um, and so um, she's like, "Sorry, I'm late. I, I was shooting some nudes." <laughs> it's just so <laughs> funny when you're when you're a dog, a dog photographer. photographer. <laughs>
1: and,
0: and there's this also, there's this line in there also where at one point Yada is eating. What she thinks is that she goes, ah, oh, these triscuits are really stale. And what we Goldberg is like, yeah, you're eating a liver snap like for dogs. And she's like, with milk, it's not kosher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> but but like, while this is a very silly, funny scene because of all the like, you know, crazy like dog related humor, um it also establishes that. Fran and Maxwell are still very much in the thick of their fight, like, because while, while Edna is trying to talk to them about, like, what they might do for their photography, for their, you know, welcome booklet, they are just fighting over her. And at one point, um, sort of at the end of this, Maxwell just, he gets, he gets really angry and he stands up and he says he's leaving. And Fran's like, so what? Like, if I don't sign this, the wedding's off? And he's like, thinks about it. And he's like, yeah yeah, I guess that's that's exactly what it means. And, and leaves. And and the other thing we should establish is that when Mr. Sheffield first talks to Niles about this problem, he says, he's like, you know, after my father died, I found out like the situation's a lot more complex than I thought. Like I actually am kind of responsible for um, my siblings and their children. Mm -hmm. And like, I have to be making a lot of decisions for them. So like, this marriage, so like they're kind of pressuring me as well just so that everyone is protected right um yeah. which is also probably a very realistic position to be in right um so it's not just him being like ah in case you know i want i want to be able to cheat and have no repercussions or something which right. is how some people like think about these prenups yes. um because yes. a lot of them especially sometimes where it's like these wealthier older men it's literally like should i cheat like should there be infidelity? Like the woman gets nothing, but should I be unfaithful? Like it's fine, or like stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's like, um, but well, so. That's well, what,
1: that's what our prenup says.
0: Oh, for sure. For, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But the opposite way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Liz can do whatever the fuck she yeah, Liz wants. Liz can do
1: whatever she wants, and I am not allowed to do anything. <laughs> I also have that- to wear a skirt. <laughs>
0: so then (laughs) then back at the mansion um fran is explaining everything to val and she's kind of going over it and why you know she just doesn't this this she doesn't doesn't sit well with her signing this agreement that's kind of like almost anticipating their marriage not working out and then val's like very very reasonable she's like you know well fran like what what's the big deal you know this prenup, like it also protects you, right? And, and it also protects the children that you love and want protected. And and I'm sure his family is pressuring him. So it, it makes perfect sense to me that he would be asking for this at this juncture. And then there's this pause. And then she just goes, Val, wow, I think that ginkgo is beginning to kick in.
1: Val's been on like, you know, like
0: ginkgo biloba or whatever, which is supposed to like yeah. enhance brain energy. And it's like the, the idea that like that has... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's smarter, Val
0: smart. yeah it's very funny and didn't we didn't we
1: get a, a a flowers for Algernon Val episode or am I hallucinating that
0: I don't think we no no I don't I don't well, believe. that's my pitch.
1: If the show ever gets rebooted, I want <laughs> <I laughs> Val. It <they>, Val <laughs> takes a, a supplement that makes her really, really smart, and then <laughs> oh. slowly loses it till the till the end. She's back to being dumb Val. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, funny! Uh, also, what a tragic short story. Uh, oh, I know, I'm so, sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but then while they're mulling this over, uh, the phone call- rings, and Fran picks it up. And she instantly looks really, really concerned it's the hot it's the local hospital calling and and brighton has been in a rollerblading accident and he hit his head fran junts up she leaps into action she like barks all these very specific orders at val like who to call who to wait for what to do when gracie and maggie get home and she like rushes out the door and it was very much a like oh wow when um when something when crisis happens like fran leaps into action she's very clear-headed yeah. and and then she you know rushes into the hospital um and like sort of demands to see brighton sheffield and she's like is he okay is he okay i need to see him and then she the this like nurse is like are you are you family like are you his legal guardian and she's like well, well no technically no i'm his nanny and they're like well then you can't see him and fran is you know <laughs> First, she's really she's really upset, but then we see that she sees a nun and starts, like, clearly explaining her situation. Like, And the next scene is Fran in the nun's full outfit walking herself <laughs> into Brighton's room. <laughs> so she's clearly convinced this nun to give her all her clothing so that... Uh, this,
1: this had one of my favorite moments in the show, but go ahead. It happens in a few minutes.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I'll also say there is a... Um, a t- really funny terms of endearment reference in, in the scene. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Uh, so, so Fran is trying to convince the nurse to be like, you know, let me see him. And then she just goes, give my daughter the shot. <laughs> 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 because that is famously what, um, oh my God, who famous, famous actress in terms of endearment. She um, yells, Lauren
1: yells. Google it.
0: Huh? No, 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 no! Uh, oh my god! Someone Shirley McLean. Screaming. Yes, yes. Uh, someone was probably screaming that to us uh, through the through their he- Shirley headphones. McLean. It didn't take yeah. us that long to get there. No, no. So yeah, Shirley Mc- McLean. Us, uh, screams that when her daughter's in the hospital and <laughs> that movie. <laughs> uh, but so anyway, so. <sighs> Fran gets herself through her own special ingenuity into Brighton's room, and instantly, like you know, he he kind of comes to, and she sees that he's okay, and she's so relieved. And then Gracie and Maggie show up because you know she Val like had kind of waited for them and told them, you know, and and they instantly get in, and, and Fran's like. Oh, girls, like, you must be so confused as to what's happening. And they're like, Oh no, you, you probably couldn't get into the room. So you stole a nun's clothes. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. Like that was my favorite. No-
1: <gasps> that was my favorite. I thought that was so friggin' funny with like zero context, knowing every beat of the episode, like Gracie just being like, yeah, you're dressed as a nun because you couldn't get into the hospital and you had to meet a nun. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: they just know her so well that it all sh- makes total sense to them. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was also really funny because uh, while they're talking around Brighton, they all keep taking food. They're, they're like like Maggie sees milk and she's like, oh, the nurse said no dairy and takes the milk off of his tray so she can drink it. And then um, <laughs> there's also a sandwich and Gracie's like, yeah, or no sandwiches. And then he's like, can I at least have the cookie? <laughs> he's like, can I at least have the cookie? And Fran has the cookie already in her mouth. And she goes, uh... It's raisin. You won't like it.
1: <laughs> but,
0: but the real important part of this scene is that while Fran is talking to the kids, Mr. Sheffield is about to come in the room and he overhears what they're talking about. And, and Fran, like still really emotional. She's like, she's like, I love you kids so much. Like, like, I never want anything to happen to you. I would do anything for you. You know, like I want, you know, you kids need to know that. And Mr. Sheffield overhears it. And he, he comes in the room and he kind of like, you know, he, he doesn't act like he had gotten there early and he just sort of like, makes sure Brighton's okay. And then, you know, he and Fran kind of like, you know, they, they slightly, they don't necessarily fully make up, but they're like, you know, this is such a crazy day. Let's just, you know, hug each other and give each other a kiss and not worry about all that nonsense we were talking about. And then we, we go back to the mansion and it's evening after like this whole crazy day. And Mr. Sheffield's in his office and Fran comes in and um, um, it's actually very sweet. She was like, where'd you disappear to when we got back from the hospital? And he was like, oh, I, I, I took a walk. He's like, you know, I got the call that every parent dreads, and I just needed a little time to let my insides mm-hmm. like return to their proper place. And I was like, yeah. "That's really sweet that they acknowledge that, you know, like they yeah. they could have, like easily kind of just like blown past that for the sake of just like this was a plot device, you know, to get us somewhere." But but it felt like, oh, he he is a father who just loves his children, and and, and he's not some yeah. like rich monster who's trying to you know get his wife to sign this thing. Um, and so you know, Fran was like, you know. I'll sign that prenup, you know, like if, if that's what it takes to spend the rest of my life with you, like, I'll do it. Like, you know, let's just put this, yep. let's just really put this to bed. And he's like, okay. And he kind of hands her a, a folder with papers and she opens it and she's like, this isn't the prenup. And he's like, no, he's like, um, they're adoption papers. I, I had my uh, lawyer. Call them up. This is when I literally started. Uh, uh, me too. Like, I love that I, so much. Yep. He's like, I want you to be the children's legal guardian. And I was just like, oh, I, uh, I don't know, I, like it was so good. It was so good, and and he and he rips up the pre- prenup, and he's like, you know, and this is the part where I tell you I trust you, and I know we'll be happy for the yeah. rest of our lives. and they kiss. But it,
1: it was- I, I loved it. I thought I didn't. I think I feel like part like once I saw it happen, I was like, oh, I think I remember this happening, but like I didn't remember it happening until it happened, and I was mm-hmm. like, so touched. What a cute way to get to that. <sighs> like yes and how meaningful for her to be these children's legal guardian cuz she really has raised them um mm-hmm. i thought it was really cute it was really yeah
0: cute. one of these 10 out of 10 episodes i think where they do it mm-hmm. all and Agreed. then the button of the episode is it's very funny fran is uh heading out in the nun outfit cuz she's going to try to get out of a parking ticket <laughs> cuz she still kept the outfit <laughs> and also it's it was weird in this button Yet is in the kitchen reading a book and they very like Clearly show the book she's reading, right? And it's yeah. called The Money Club. And they even have her be like, Yeah, no, what are you reading? And she says the title of the book out loud. It was almost like a product placement, right? Hmm. So, I what is the book? Did so you look it, it up? I did. I'll get into that in trivia. But I knew you It's did. really weird because it keeps saying that it was published in 2001 and this episode was 1999. So I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here. Oh. And I was trying to figure out if Fran Drescher or Peter Mark Jacobson had a connection to. The writer of the book, or was trying to help them out, or what the thing is, but but it was it was very interesting, and I'll, I'll get into the book a little later. But that's the whole episode. To me, it was a ten out of ten.
1: Ten out of ten, yeah, I agree.
0: Yep. Um, if you don't have anything else to say, should we get into segments?
1: I think segments. Yeah, sure. And now segments.
0: Oh, segments yeah no i think we should move on to segments i just say we can move on to our segments and now segments segments uh, with sean and <laughs> all
1: right uh favorite lines and moments
0: um I already said a lot of mine, but yeah. when Fran says, don't forget, we have that appointment with the dog photographer, sorry, with the wedding <laughs> photographer, the one who does dogs dressed as people. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> so funny. So funny. So
1: funny. Um, um, yeah, we, we did a lot of mine too. Although, uh, oh, you, you got another one?
0: No, I don't know. I was just going to say in general, I really like the emotional beats of the episode. And like, you know, the scene when Fran snaps into action in the crisis, when she- Mickey mm-hmm. overhears how much she loves the children when it puts everything mm-hmm. into perspective for him. It all was, I loved it. Yep.
1: Uh, I agree with all of that. I also really liked Fran, uh, Maxwell telling Fran, if you don't sign the prenup, the wedding is canceled. And then <laughs> and then Sylvia going, I'm going to faint. And Sammy standing up and going, I'll catch you. And he's facing the complete wrong <laughs> yeah. way. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it was really good.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. all right uh what's next there's no yiddish but no no yiddish we've been how long have we been doing this and we still don't ever know what's coming next
1: i don't know what time Uh, it is so (laughs) (laughs) i barely know what time it is
0: party time um no uh fran says Kanish because when she's dressed as the nun Mm. uh is is that a
1: yiddish word
0: no well it's a jewish word it's an ashkenazi word because uh so she's when uh when fran is leave is leaving with gracie with to to go work out her parking ticket she's dressed as a nun and she's like come on honey we'll get a knish on the way Mm -hmm. (laughs) the idea that this woman just as a nun would do that um but so we talked about this before but it's a it's a jewish it's an ashkenazi jewish snack food it's like dough um baked or deep fried and it's can be filled with meat it can be filled with potatoes uh cheese it's yummy it's a savory food i love
1: a potato canish from mm. Cantors. <laughs> All right, we're going to so get that, canceled. Why? <laughs> this is the episode that we get canceled. No, what I mean, the network way? is going to cancel us for oh, wasting oh, your time.
0: Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, so, okay, for nanny trivia, uh, this isn't so much – well, it, I realized I forgot. I, I threw a couple of things in nanny trivia. One was just about prenups in general. I got this from some like legal website. So who knows where this data even comes from, but it says researchers found that roughly 40% of newlyweds oh. and engaged couples between the ages of 18 and 34 report having negotiated the prenuptial agreement far from being something that only a handful of couples ever consider the modern prenuptial agreement plays a role in two of every five modern engagements involving younger oh, wow. adults. And they said wow. that really millennials it's the rise starts with millennials, many of whom, Witnessed messy divorces when they were mm.
1: kids. Um, oh, so that actually it, tracks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that actually tracks a lot of lot of like lot of divorce in our generation. I think that's probably pretty accurate that we witnessed a lot of uh, messy divorces in our
0: time. Mm-hmm. And so that as was a result.
1: A- we're terrified. <laughs>
0: yeah because it's all it's hard to love uh but so (laughs) when uh, there was that that was interesting and the other thing is i looked into the book the money club because i was like why did they why did they give it so much like screen time and i was like i don't know maybe Fran drescher just really believes in in the message behind it because so from amazon it's um it's when i don't even know how to say this word pecuniary I don't even mm. know what that means. Let me Google I don't it. even know don't, what that means. I should have Google. I should have Google that first. Um,
1: no, it's perfect. That you oh, didn't. it's a
0: pe- pecuniary. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to see how to pr- pronounce it. Pecuniary. Yeah. It's relating to or consisting. Oh. It's relating to money. Okay. So it says okay. when pecuniary professional Marilyn Crockett and public relations specialist Diane mm. Terman Fellenstein, mm. <laughs> I think, think she's Jewish, uh, realized, <laughs> just how, <laughs> realized just how many women- suffer financial destruction through widowhood, divorce, sudden illness, and job displacement. They formed an investment club with female friends to foster fiscal independence for all. The so-called money club proved successful, and the pair has now committed its expertise to paper. The money club, how we taught ourselves the secret to a secure financial future, and how you can too, is packed with their money management tips along with personal stories from club members that illustrate why such information may prove crucial. Wow. Uh, so, so just
1: listen. She's not just a member; she's also a client. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, it was. I was like, I want to read this book.
1: I do too. I want to be financially independent, woman. Well, yeah,
0: I want. I I know I'm a mess. Uh, but so, so it was interesting. Get
1: me started. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listeners, don't get me started. Toria is a mess. <laughs> but so, um, okay. Then, so that was that. Okay, and then the Fran or the Cece. Mm. I said I felt like the whoopee because I would love a business where <laughs> where <laughs> I had dogs dressed as people. But also, maybe realistically, the Fran. I don't know. <laughs> I
1: feel like I'm the Fran, and here's why. I love kids. I dated mm-hmm. a girl that uh, had a kid many, many years ago. Uh, she, she, When we met, she had like a one-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And we dated for like three years. And I loved that kid. And had the relationship uh, worked out, I would have definitely adopted that child because mm-hmm. I adored her. Uh, so I could definitely see uh, how Fran could very easily fall in love with these children and become such an intrinsic part of their lives that eventually it would make sense for her to be their legal guardian so Mm -hmm. I identified with that and I thought it was very sweet and this episode made me cry which is very rare for this show Um, yeah I don't know Mm -hmm. I think that's an episode
0: that's an episode All right. Well, thank you guys for listening we're on Oh Mr. Chef Pod on Instagram mm -hmm. and Twitter and uh, you can email us at
1: omrcheffieldpodcast at at gmail.com is where you can email us yeah, drop us a line. Also, don't forget five star reviews, uh, baby, yes. on every podcasting platform. Let's go. Let's get so, them up there.
0: I think. I I think Sean. I think yeah. emails make Sean the happiest, and reviews make me the happiest. I love them Aww. both, but if I had to, if I had, all to right. Think so come one.
1: on. There's like 500 people listening a week now. So let's go. We got to get 500 ah. reviews on apple podcasts and spotify if we could get 500 reviews toria will we'll make toria cry again
0: (gasps) because (laughs) um you'll have replaced me as host that's your goal once we get 500 reviews we'll replace. Toria. <laughs> okay, yeah, If we hit
1: 500 views I'm, We're firing Toria guys Let's go <laughs> Finally this years long nightmare Can be over
0: <laughs> uh, Okay but anyway Thank you guys for listening yeah, And we're going to meet up with you next week Goodbye, Goodbye. The blushing Girl from Flushing The nanny named Fran Oh Mr. Sheffield uh, uh, Miss Fine